ASI. Welcome. Attitudes of Sexual Integrity. This is Russ Shaw. Move along. It's an email bonus show. I'm going to answer some email on today's show. Do kind of a ASI soup type of show. How are you all doing? Got a new uh, got a new URL. Some donations. I went and bought uh, ASI247.org. So if you want to send me an email, it's Russ at ASI247. Dot .org check it out send me an email the website is asi247.org if you want to go there it kind of links back to the digital audio project website eventually i'll move everything over to asi247 but for now it's still with uh, digital audio project i might keep it there for a while i don't know but uh, my wife went out of town again, took my son down to see the family down there in Southern California. We're still working through our stuff, so uh, thanks for all your prayers. And thanks for the donations, too. You know, this uh, show is listener-supported. It's listener-driven with the emails. A lot of stuff I talk about, and uh, I just want to thank... Uh, Last uh, donation, anonymous listener wants to remain anonymous out there. I want to uh, thank uh, thank him again. So, uh, listeners like you and anybody who wants to make a donation, if you don't, that's fine. If you if you do, I certainly appreciate it. You guys keep this show uh, afloat. I uh, financial picture is not always great for me. Goes back and forth, feast or famine in the sales world. And my wife has kind of taken the summer off, went to Southern California, doesn't know, I don't know when she's going to be back, probably before September, she says. But uh, that's just where we're at right now. It's what we've been dealing with, what we've been going through is some of, uh, some of that type of stuff. So, love my wife, I will miss her tremendously, and... I just uh, thank all you guys for supporting me, supporting the show, and uh, keeping in touch with me, keeping the prayers coming, so we're working through our stuff. Recovery works both ways, and I'm finding that out in a big way, dealing with this stuff with my family. It's not always easy, but uh, I'm just trying to be me and figure out who the heck I am and that's uh, that's where we're at. So, wanted to do a podcast soup, kind of an ASI podcast soup. And what I mean by that is, I don't know if you've ever seen this show, Talk Soup. I think it's on the E! channel, you know, where they take all these different talk shows and kind of throw them together and cut out different stuff. It's kind of a mindless kind of a show. And it's one of those things you watch. If you're ADD like me, you don't want to sit through a whole episode of Oprah. So you watch Talk Soup. So this is the ASI Talk Soup. And the reason I'm doing that is because 
podcasting is like this, you know. Radio is a, is a different kind of an animal. With podcasting, it's like, it's like a series of audiobooks that all run together. And a lot of people, they come into the show, they download a show, and I get email from people who, you know, most, I think most of the emails are coming from people who are listening to the current episode. They've been following the, the show for a while. But I do get a lot of email from people who are coming in, you know, on episode five or episode twenty. Or, you know, episode 15, stuff like that. I, I get emails from folks who are, you know, not caught up yet. So I kind of wanted to do, uh, answer some of those and talk about some of that stuff on the show today. And again, if you want to send me an email, ask me any questions about any of the shows, russ at digitalaudioproject.com or the much easier, shorter URL, which is russ at ASI247.org. Isn't that easier? Man, Digital Audio Project. I know that's uh, that can be a killer on the keyboard. At any rate, away we go. I get email uh, talking about religion. Uh, like I've said in, in past episodes, I'm not a real big fan of religion. I believe in a uh, relationship with God, relationship with your creator. And a lot of people are like, well, what does that mean? What is a uh, relationship with uh, your creator? What relationship, religion, you know, what's the difference? Well, here's the deal. And I'm not trying to pick on Catholics with this, but it's just kind of a good example. Um, religion is kind of just... You know, you you say your prayers, you go to Mass, you pray the Rosary, you do the whole Lent thing, and, you know, you do these rituals. But where is your relationship with, with God? Where is your relationship with your Creator? You know, God is built on on relationship. He really is. He wants us to have relationship with Him. Uh, as a podcaster myself, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Is what got me into this deal. I love podcasting, and I uh, got turned on to a show by a listener of this show called uh, WTFWJD? Which is an interesting show. It's a show uh, based on a lot of people who may have issues with faith. You know, may have either got blown out of the church, they just don't believe anymore, or, you know, they kind of believe, or, you know, they kind of given up, given up on Jesus, but they believe in God, or, you know, that kind of thing. And Eli does a show based on that. Uh, Eli uses, like I do sometimes, some colorful language. And a lot of people might have a problem with that. I do have people who listen to this show. I know that there are pastors out there who are listening to this show. And, I wanted to, uh, you know, let you guys know that sometimes guys like me and guys like Eli, I will, you know, are gonna are gonna spout off a little bit. But we believe in living in the light, you know. I know a lot of religious people who are disconnected from their families. They have disowned maybe a member of their family because they don't live up to their standards as a what a person should be. Um, they strike out at other people. They're negative and mean and bitter in their heart. Yet they will never say the F word. They'll never, you'll never see them drink a beer. Cause boy, that stuff is sinful. 
But, uh, you know, I think that Jesus was more concerned with our heart condition, like I've talked about on this show a lot. He is interested in what we are, what we're doing on the inside, what, where our motives are coming from in the inside of our heart. And sometimes, uh, guys like me and guys like, uh, Eli can, can rub people the wrong way. We might look, uh, a certain way. We might not uh, fit in with the whole church crowd. But that's what the difference between religion and relationship is. Why? Because I say the F word on this show sometimes. I'm not afraid to, you know, wear a t-shirt, you know, rock and roll t-shirt. I, you know, nothing like that. This is, this is basically what, you know, what are, what is important to you? Is it important that you are not caught drinking a beer or, you know, you're gonna, get in trouble with the pastor's going to see me at the store buying a case of beer you know what what i just want to know what your motives are are you more worried about that i mean there's guys out there there's pastors who are you know they wouldn't swear they wouldn't drink but they will look at pornography because it's in the dark and nobody sees it and it's all quiet and there it's eating them up inside. Maybe you're listening to my voice right now because it is eating you up inside. You know it's sin. You know it's wrong. You're addicted and you don't know how to stop. So you listen to this show because you have something wrong and you have heart disease, man. And that's what it is. And sometimes that's what religion is. You know, I'm, I'm going to say it. Religion can be heart disease. You know, you're looking at somebody the wrong way. You you have this kind of a point the finger, kind of a Bible thumper attitude, slapping somebody upside the head with a Bible. You know, it's just it's just wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't use the Bible to to smack people around and judge people. You know, judging people's okay as long as they understand what you're saying. And I think Jesus was perfectly clear on that. A lot of stuff. You know. Matthew 7 is a great example. Your, my heart is not something that I'm going to feed to swine. All right? So if somebody's not opening up to you as a religious type of a person, maybe that's why. Maybe you have this uh, point-the-finger self-righteous attitude that makes you a swine or a dog that's going to tear somebody to pieces if they open their heart to you. It is so critically important that we get over this religion crap because it, it's just, it pisses me off, frankly. Sorry. Uh, but hey, in the first time in ASI history, I'm going to take a break. Not for a sponsor or anything like that, but we're going to have a break in the show right about now. I'm going to introduce you to uh, another show. I'm going to promote another show on my show. Here you go. From America. The podcast with a mission to expose Jesus for who he really was. These guys are awful, and we would never do that if we're given the chance. Well, bullshit. Jesus loves homosexuals. I, I don't want fat people in my club. <laughs> I would beat as much ass as I could in response, and I probably wouldn't feel bad about it. Christians prove that they believe in something a little bit weird. Check us out on the web at WTF-WJD.com. This has been your announcer speaking. They paid me to do this. I have nothing to do with this guy. Jesus loves assholes. I, too, am a perfect example. So, 
the WTFWJD is uh, on iTunes. It's also on my website, uh, ASI247.org. If you want to check it out, I was uh, listening to another show. It was uh, Songs of Solomon was sent to me by a listener by Denton Bible Church in uh, somewhere in the south somewhere. And it was a, it was a little preachy. But I still liked it. It had some, some pretty good stuff in there about intimacy, about deepening love and commitment and stuff like that. And uh, the pastor had a an analogy that I was going to tweak a little bit and change. And and uh, I was reminded by Dan Hazen, pastor of my church, ac3.org is the website, a uh, church I go to. And he was saying... Uh, he was saying it's a lot like uh, it's a lot like Van Helsing. Guys like me, guys like Eli, a lot of you listeners out there, uh, it's like the story of Van Helsing. You know, here's a town where a bunch of people are walking around and, and they all, you know, they look fine. I'm sure they're walking around. They, they think that they got everything going right. They're going about their business and and a vampire swoops down and takes one of them, takes one of them away and eats them. And I thought of uh, this story. This, this guy, uh, the Bible church had a, a crocodile analogy. Mine would be more like vampires, because I'm a, because I'm a vampire kind of guy. I like those kind of weird stories like that, where a bunch of people are in a castle. And they're kind of churchy-looking types, and they're all sitting there and they're eating at a table. It's a bunch of people, and they're just eating their food and. And they all look nice. They're dressed in their Sunday best. And a guy walks in in black and sits down. And they all kind of look at him kind of weird and think, yeah, that guy's kind of rough around the edges. But, you know, we'll love him because we're Christians and that's what Christians are supposed to do. So go ahead and have a seat at the table. And as the the man in black is sitting there eating, uh, a vampire comes out and he swoops down and he grabs one of them and pulls them down the, the hallway. And he's like, whoa, what is that? And they all just, shh, you know, they put their fingers and they keep eating and you know this guy's being dragged down the hall and everybody's like you know what just chill um we don't talk about vampires here in our church you know vampires yeah not a good subject we're, we're going to just keep things safe and we're going to talk about the surfacey stuff and don't you dare go you know drinking a beer or saying a swear word because you know that's not what church people do another vampire comes out and grabs one of the folks by the leg and starts to pull him away and man in black stands up and he pulls out his crossbow and plugs one of them and all the people look at the guy and they go what are you doing it's like in van helsing they only take what they need now look what you did you pulled this guy you got all his stuff up there on the surface you know and the guy just got shot by the you know vampire he's, he stands up and he's he's dressed in black too now he has a seat at the table and the rest of the folks kind of look at him, and they look back at the man in black who shot him with a bolt from the crossbow, and it's like, you know, come on, dude. And and that's how I feel a lot of times, and I've heard uh, Craig Gross, Triple X Church, talk about this. He said, you know, it's easier to talk about God to porn stars. You know, it's easier to, to preach the gospel to, to porn stars than it is to talk about pornography or sex addiction in the church. It's just one of those subjects we just don't want to talk about. Everybody want to look all nice and clean and, and soft, and but we don't we don't talk about vampires. 
But you know what? Every single one of us has got a freaking vampire in us, you know? For me, it might be porn. It might be anger. It might be some of the crap, you know, keeping in the back closet, whatever that stuff is. But uh, we all have our vampires, and we need to talk about that stuff. So guys like uh, me, guys like Eli, that's what we're, we're out there. We're going to take, take some stabs at that stuff, take some stabs at the... Uh, the church and their white reputation while people are reeling in pain down below, while their families are in shambles, while they have the same divorce rate as the rest of America, but they look nice and shiny when they go to church. So, you know, that's just unacceptable to me. The, the church shouldn't have that. We should have, you know, it just bothers the heck out of me when they go after the, the homosexuals and say, oh, yeah, you know, the gay marriage is destroying America. Well, you know, like Thor Tolo talked about, uh, no-fault divorce is destroying America. People who make everything look shiny and nice and neat on the, on the upside of who they are, they don't let anybody in their heart. They don't talk about the real issues of life. We need something a little more real out there. And I believe, uh, what shows like Eli kind of point out. So I challenge you to check that out. And getting back to the, the email, um, you know, I encourage you, if you're fired up about Jesus, man, that's, I am too, and I, and I encourage your emails about that. If you have a problem with some of the stuff I say, I'm a big boy. I can handle it. You know, you can come after me with some of this stuff if you disagree. Uh, some people, uh, you know, I'm, this is not a Christian show. There's a lot of folks who aren't Christians who listen to the show. And you are as welcome as, as, you know, Pastor whoever from the 1,500, uh, <laughs> 1500 people in this, whatever, man, whatever walk of life you're from, I welcome you. Whatever faith you are, I, I welcome you. Do I have an agenda? You know, I'm a Christian, all right? I'm not going to hide that. I'm not going to back myself in the corner about it. Am I going to try and shove Jesus down your throat? No, I'm not. And I've talked about that a million times. I'm not a judgmental type of a dude, and I think that judgmentalism is a problem. So, going uh, going for some of those emails there. Another listener who uh, emailed me about intimacy and the talks that I've done on intimacy and trying to crack open the, the shell of intimacy in our families. And I wanted to read some of the email from uh, Mr. R, we'll call him, remain anonymous, because I thought it was, it was very important. Great stuff here. Lately I have been doing what you suggested and looking into her eyes and asking her, asking about her day or something about her and actually making an effort to listen to her and before I knew it, we were actually having a conversation, even laughing together, like we used to do. Even before, even if I did ask about her day, it was just so I could start a conversation to tell her about my day. I've been doing this with the kids, and I'm starting to feel much more connected with them as well. I never realized how self-centered I was. I guess it's not all my wife's fault after all. And that is so true. We don't 
you connect enough. We don't ask the questions. We don't really look into their eyes. And that's what my uh, counselor, Alec, told me, and, I, and it was so incredibly powerful. You know, any time you're having a conversation with anyone, if you really want to make a heart connection with them, you know, look in their eyes. Um, guys, ladies, with your people that you love in your life, people that are close to your heart, you know, just talk to them. And if they don't feel like they're paying attention to you, just grab them by their hand and, and look in their eyes and say, hey, you know, how are you doing? I mean, what's going on with you? Are you all right? You know, just just fish around for something. Um, he continues. He says, we went to a marriage retreat about seven years ago where we used to live, and the first thing the reverend said was, if you come up here thinking how much your spouse is going to get out of this and how bad they need it, you've got it all backwards. And everyone laughed because they were all thinking the same thing. At one point, all the couples went back to their room for an hour or two and were given a piece of paper with a list of questions just to get them started talking. Stuff like, what was your favorite toy as a child? And you end up talking about your problems and really understanding each other. It's so hard. To, it's so hard sometimes, though, when you just get angry, and you say something. You tell yourself over and over you aren't going to, because you know it will start a fight. I know the right way to say things. Sometimes I still don't. The tongue is an unruly, evil, full of deadly poison. Thanks again for the great podcast, Russ. And that's from uh, Mr. R. And, you know, some of the stuff that's unsafe that he was talking about, some of the stuff that you know is going to start a fight, you know, the thing is you need to talk about that stuff too. And I know that's tough to say and maybe why my wife isn't here right now. <laughs> I mean, she really did want to go see her folks, and we, we left on pretty – she left on pretty good terms, but uh, – the strain on our marriage lately is that I have not talked about the stuff in my that's going on in me, the stuff that's going on in my heart that you know it, because it wasn't safe. I didn't feel like it was the right thing to talk about. Now, as far as a deadly poison and, and using our tongues in anger, I, I totally agree. Um, I've talked a lot about this show. Don't when you're trying to connect, when you're trying to make intimacy, when you're trying to make your point. Don't ever use words that are striking someone else. Stop using you as a good one, and I'm guilty of that sometimes. A lot I have to catch myself pointing the finger and saying the you word. Saying I feel like uh, this is where I'm at is, is a way better communication tool that I've found. So that's where, where I'm at, is, is being able to talk about some of the stuff that I just have yes-deared my wife about for years. And she's thought everything's okay when it wasn't, when I was angry, when I would get pissed off, when I was wounded in my heart. You know, it's, it's just not, it's just something I need to talk about. I need to talk about that stuff. And, and I, if I don't, it just starts dragging me back to the, uh, the vampire starts to take over again. I'm never letting the vampire take over again, ever. So I understand selfishness. I also understand selflessness and how part of being selfless is choosing to lead, 
having to be the leader of the house and be the uh be the decision maker and uh just be me for crying out loud and have my own voice and my own emotions and it's just difficult. So that's where I'm at. I'm not going to color coat and crust and sugarcoat this thing and make me sound like I'm some kind of a wonderful Tony Robbins or Pastor Russ who's sitting at the pulpit. No. You know, I got my problems. I got my issues. I'm not perfect. I'm going through some stuff right now I'd rather not be going through. But that is uh, that is life. That is part of the deal. I'm up on 25 minutes now. I've only gotten through about four emails. But uh may continue this whole podcast, ASI podcast soup here soon. Uh, might do one more. Hold on just a second while I find this bad boy. Ten weeks free from a listener. I've got a lot of emails like that as well. A lot of folks saying, you know, five weeks free, ten weeks free. Uh, this guy, 10 weeks free. I've been uh, emailing back and forth with him for a while. And I, uh, you know, I just want to say my hat's off to you guys who are doing the hard work. You're denying your flesh. You're denying your impulses, your urges. You're bouncing your eyes. You're tearing those thoughts out of your mind that start to take you over. You're capturing them. You're right before the snowball rolls down the hill. When there's still little tiny sparks, you're snuffing them out. You're doing that stuff. You're doing the hard work. And I and I want you to know, every single one of you, I read all those emails, and I am so glad. I am. Uh, my heart fills with joy that you guys are doing that, that you're getting through this stuff, because it is, it is important. It is critically important. And it, I just can't, I just can't put into words. How proud I am of you folks. Um, episode 34. A lot of emails about the sexual abuse stuff. And, and and that was difficult for me to do. That was difficult stuff for me to go through. Uh, the fact that I, I went through that. The, the fact that it still comes up. I remember things I, I didn't know I had in there rattling around. I blocked a lot of stuff out for a lot of years. And that stuff starts to float to the surface, especially when you start living, you know, with your heart. I think trying to live with your heart on your sleeve, so to speak, live with your emotions out there, live with it being you and, and a, more of an emotional, spiritual type of level. Some of the stuff that you thought that you blocked out or forgotten about starts to rise to the surface, and a lot of it has to do with emotions that come up and, you know, just crappy stuff that you put away. As much as I I have dragged my mind and my impulses away from porn and sex addiction, masturbation, you know, my my images, the stuff that floods my mind, all that stuff... The more I've pulled my mind away from that stuff, the more my mind goes to other places to try and fill the void when I'm hurt, when I'm in pain, when I'm frustrated, when I'm angry, and uh, not going back to being the vampire. Making that decision is going to, you know, it's going to be difficult. Like Joe Dallas said, it's, it's the hard part. So I want you guys to know that. This is no walk in the park. But 
at the same time, is it worth it? Yes, it is worth it. It is worth it to be able to to just be able to live with myself and not hate myself. So, wrapping up the show with that. Be you. Find out who you are. You know, if you think you weren't molested, you think you just kind of joined in on it, you know what, how old were you? Do you even know how old you were? I mean, seriously. This is this is heart-level, heart-scratching stuff. Have the courage to deal with it, to bring it to the surface and talk to somebody about it. You know, it's, it's difficult, man. I know it is, and I just want to encourage you to do that. The new email is russ at asi247.org, as well as the new website. All the old website and the old stuff still works. I've got uh, two gigabytes of storage and a hundred gigabytes of bandwidth. I put four shows on my old server, which was the webmunchen.com, my old uh, internet directory that I thought I was going to be an internet millionaire with years ago. And I had four shows on there, and I and I went past my maximum bandwidth capacity. So. This show has been more popular than anything I've done on the internet. Um, and I thank you guys for that. You know, it's just weird that people listen to me. <laughs> so, and lives are being changed, and, you know, just that's just being the body of Christ, man. And the more you guys do it, the more you guys talk about this stuff in groups. You know, in church, just talking with a friend that you've been kind of having, trying to build the courage to talk about it with. Just do it. Until next week. You gotta keep strong. Keep moving along. Move along. And even when your hope is gone, move along, move along. Just to make it through. When I